0: My dear friend, um, Bishop Molesic, many of you know, when he was first named bishop years ago, a number of years ago, he had to pull a, an Episcopal model, a motto for his coat of arms, and he chose the, um, from the 100th Psalm the word, serve the Lord with gladness. You know, the 100th Psalm starts out, cry out with joy all to, to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. There's something about serving the Lord that makes us feel good. There's something inside of us that makes us happy about about being the person that, that Christ talks or that God talks about here in the prophet Isaiah today. You are my servant. He's speaking to Israel, he's speaking to a whole nation, a people. You are my servant. And he goes on to tell us how glorious it is to be the Lord's servant, how much strength we get from that, how much joy we get from that, how much light is emitted from us in serving the Lord. Now, some of you might find it strange that we identify ourselves as Christian people who are also servants. We are servant pilgrims, servant disciples, servants of God, servants of the Lord, servants to one another. We have that, that marvelous hymn, I said, will, it's the servant song, Will you let me be your servant? Will you let me be as Christ to you? Will you let, let Mike, the Christ in me, administer uh, the, the love that Christ has for us to, to each other? Pray that I might have the grace to let you serve me too. We're pilgrims on a journey, we're travelers on the road, here to help each other. Walking the mile, bearing the load, holding the light for Christ when things get dark. It's a wonderful song that reminds us that there's great joy in serving the Lord. Now, we're all called to be servants. I don't mean Downton Abbey servants. I need a cup of tea and we bring it to somebody. That's a servant. You know, but what about servants of the Lord? When we become servants of the Lord, we take on a new dimension. There's something different about that service. There's something that, that changes us and, and, and gives us new purpose, new meaning, new direction. If we look at, at what a servant really is, it's, it's, it's a person who carries out the will of another. I want a cup of tea. Here's your cup of tea. Thank you for serving me. You know, you did so well. Here's a tip. But the servant of the Lord is one who really is set aside, one who, is, as Isaiah tries to say to us in his first reading, as he does say to us, that a servant of the Lord is one who fulfills God's will. And he fulfills it for whom? For his holy and chosen people. For all of us. We are a chosen race, a royal, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. You know, God chooses us to serve so that, that his will is, is exposed and, and, and disseminated to everyone that can hear and listen. A servant of the Lord is one who is chosen by God often to hold a leadership position, and in that leadership position to represent him and to accomplish a very certain divine work. What we don't, do notice very clearly in Scripture is that to be a servant of the Lord is not a call of self-appointment no one says here i am i'm going to be i'm going to be your servant no one says i'm going to be your prophet no one says you know it's me choose me pick me it's god who who chooses so it's not self appointment it's not a call for self fulfillment it's often very difficult it's not a call to be uh, glorified or to gain prestige or privilege or power or popularity it's not a call it's not a ministry to, to, um, to find and make everyone happy, to appease everyone, to please others, but it's a call to please only God, only God. You know, we, we see those people called in sacred scripture. In sacred scripture, you know, in sacred scripture we, we see servants of the Lord, individuals like Abraham. It didn't, didn't fare well sometimes for Abraham. You know, it didn't fare well for him at all. His brother didn't want to follow. They went separate ways. Isaac, Jacob, Moses, uh, Caleb, Joshua, Samson, David, Solomon, Elijah, Jonah. Jonah didn't want the job. But he spent four days walking through the city and everyone repented. You know, after a long journey of getting there. Isaiah, Hannah, even the Virgin Mary. They're all people who were chosen and everyone didn't believe. And everyone didn't just adhere to what they had to say. Even as God speaks to His people as, as as chosen servants, Israel, or as we listen to 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 Christ being called the servant of God, the Messiah Himself being a servant, kneeling in front of His disciples, washing their feet, bringing God's joy and joy's light. But not everyone listens to that. You know, not everyone is sitting, got on the ark with Noah. Not everyone wanted to stay on the journey through the through the desert. Not everyone who walked up to Jesus went away happy and satisfied, some down, downtrodden and, and, and unable to say yes to following him. A servant of God really, as we look at it in Scripture, is one who really lives and ministers to others the very life, the very death, the passion, the Christ, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. St. Paul in his letter to the Philippians says, a servant of God gives up all privilege, and takes on a humble position, and remains obedient to God. You, know, you recall a long time ago, my, now in my first homily here, I said it, it was the duty and joy of every priest to, to have that mission, to carry out the mission of the church, which is to bring Christ to everyone that we meet, to afford everyone the opportunity to experience God's love and his forgiveness and his glory. In other words, to bring Christ's everyone's heart. We all do that, each one of us. As we bring that light of Christ forward, you know, last week we celebrated the baptism, on Monday we celebrated the baptism of the Lord. You know, we share that same baptism with our God. And every servant of God, including those of us gathered here in this place tonight, we become servants because the Spirit of God sees something in us that we can't see ourselves. And it transforms us, it motivates us to want to serve, and we want to be loyal, we want to be obedient, but we want it to be to God, and God alone, not to, to any particular group or any particular person, not when it's just convenient, or when it looks good, or, it, 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 you know, it, we really want to be loyal, we want to be obedient, we want to be faithful to God and God alone. So God continues to call us age after age. He continues to choose among his people, servants, regardless of our le- levels of gifts, regardless of our abilities. God asks us to invest ourselves and to become servants that do his will for his glory. A call that for each of us to invest ourselves into the ministry of the church, the psalmist. Who will I send? And we all say, send me. I am your servant, Mary says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your will. Let it be done for us. What God is calling us to do. What God is asking us to do. As I said, it's not always an easy path when when the Lord calls his servants. It's never been easy. 700 years before the birth of Christ, Isaiah says this about servants of God they're despised, they're rejected, they suffer, they're in pain. People hide their faces from them. People hold them in low esteem. If we add that to to put that into Christ, Isaiah was prophesying about the Christ, the Messiah. It's through that servant that all of us have been redeemed. It's through that servant that we've been forgiven. It's through that servant that we've been healed. And it's that service that we are called to share with one another. It's that service that, that brings us uh, to, to stand before God. Again, I refer back to my, my first homily with you. I stand before you. And what did I call myself the very first day? A servant of God. A servant of God, a disciple of Jesus Christ, a priest of his holy church. And we all have that in us. It's welling up in us to just reach out and start to serve. It's in us to get up and do something, to be, as James says, a doer of the word. Or as the 100th Psalm says, to cry out with joy and to serve the Lord with gladness. People on a journey, travelers on a road, here to help each other walk the mile and bear the load.